0: On eleven sixteen, SEN the award-winning Crunch Time. What the H is a deal on a Honda? Search Honda offers to find out about our great deals. Head to Subway
1: and try the new hot grilled paninis.
0: The Swans got the sustenance of a win at home. Their second win of the season. The man most instrumental to it was Luke Parker, and he's with us on Crunch Time. Luke, good morning. Hey, Luke, we've got you there. Welcome to Crunch Time. Yeah, how are you going? How
2: are What's, going?
0: Um, how'd you come away from last night?
2: Yeah no look it was um yeah I I was holding my breath that last yeah. kick but um look it was it was good to get away with a win and, and play some um, good football at times and get back that fierce mindset and um, yeah give the boys some
0: confidence going forward. How much of a review will happen? Do you reckon around the last sort of thirty five seconds of the game?
2: Yeah, plenty. I think um, that's where the experience comes into things, and, and we probably got a few little things wrong. I think. Um, one of my kicks didn't go as wide as I hoped, and then Nick Blakey's kick after le- laying an incredible tackle to nearly win the game um, then absolutely shanks the kick as well. So uh, little things like that, you, you got to learn from it and know what to do at that time of the game. Did you see Dane Rampy up the goalpost? I didn't see him up the goalpost. I saw it. I saw it after the game, but um, I had no idea what he was doing. So, um, but anyway, yeah, it is what it is.
0: What do you reckon would have happened if the umpire had blown the whistle and moved David Myers to the goal line? Uh, I think he would have got an
2: Uber to the Harbour Bridge and probably jumped <laughs> off, mate. That's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's um, yeah, it would have been shattering. But, um, I have don't been know. It he, he was it was incredible. It was incredible that last quarter. So uh, we'll forgive him for that,
0: but. Yeah, sometimes I'm not
1: sure what goes
0: through with <laughs> So, and John Longmire was riding every moment of oh, it emotionally. Gosh. Is how do you think he would have been with it?
2: I'm not too sure, but yeah, like look, having him on the bench is is a different look, especially for the young boys and that have his passion. I guess um, showing on, on like being there and being able to ride the passion with him. And um, look, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't have been too happy if it was one of your most experienced players. Um,
0: giving away a free kick. Is it just sort of something that you know, don't climb the goalpost? Look, I don't know. I've never even thought to climb a goalpost. <laughs> <so> I've
2: never <laughs> thought of it. But, um, look, it's in the rule books, apparently, but, um, yeah, it hasn't really crossed my mind. It's crossed Dane Rampey's mind, so... It has. Bob?
3: Uh, well done last night, Luke. Um... I could talk about the Dane Rampy climbing up the post all day, but we, <laughs> mu- we must move on. Uh, you played last night with an incredible physical presence yourself. You described then, you know, the, the fierce mentality that you kind of went into the game with. Was that something yep. you you the, you the leaders spoke about before the game, or was that something that sort of uh, developed during the game? Because at quarter time, you sort of you know you took it up to a couple of their players, and it did look like the temperature of the game changed, and that you had sort of started that.
2: Yeah, I think it was more... Uh, like, this whole season, that's probably wavered um, during games with us, and I think it's been on our leaders that that if we get that mindset right, then the young boys tend to jump on board. So, uh, for me, going into the game, I think after last week's performance, um, we're all pretty unhappy with that, and uh, we want to just get back to playing some really fierce football, and we know that's what um, the rest of our game stems from. I think I think once we get that mindset right, all of a sudden your your disposal efficiency picks up, You're more uh, your inside 50, I guess, percentage of goals picks up and uh, it's incredible how much that correlates with, with how passionate and how, um, I guess, fire you are.
3: It was a classic Bloods victory last night. You, you've been a leader at, at that club for, for a long, long time and there's been a lot of conversation and conjecture around, around the Swans this year, having been up for so long and and this year so far sort of having a little bit of a dip. I'm intrigued about yep. the, the conversations in that leadership group with the leaders of the club and the administration around the language around, because the language around rebuilding is so delicate publicly, but also amongst yep. the, the the players and the senior players. Have you been a part of those conversations of, of how to navigate this playing group through this period?
2: Yeah, we've well, had plenty of conversations about how much the, the team has changed, and and I guess you don't have those blokes outside of the leadership group who um, as much play at such a high, aggressive standard. You don't have the Shane Mumfords or the Benny McGlins or the Ted Richards or Jude Boltons anymore who who just, you know, what you're going to get from each week. And I think um, you really got to stem it back and, and make sure the young guys actually know what the standards are. And um, That's been more the, the conversation um, going forward is, look, at times we're going to have some inexperience out there, but if they know what the standards are and what's required of them. Um, We'll get a few things wrong, but if your mindset's right, generally you'll come
0: out on top. Dan? Luke, last night, admittedly, we've only got the TV to watch from down here, but it looked like a very clean game around the stoppage, as if there wasn't too much congestion. Normally we'd see Sydney fight the fight and scrap and, and, and gnaw their way into the opposition, but it looked like Essendon were trying to draw, not run their you know, their high half-forwards to the stoppage to try and leave room for, you know, running exits from there. Was that something you guys saw, pinpointed, or, or am I seeing it wrongly off the TV? No,
2: no, we, we really wanted to even up the stoppages. So I think they were um, sending Smith and um, Stringer into the stoppage a fair bit to try and um, outnumber us at the front. And we, we re- really wanted to back our inside work against... Uh, we know they're a fast team. We know they want it on the outside and... Um, we really wanted to back out grunt, so I think we, we pushed our winger in and, and had our defender sitting off the back just to even up the numbers um, at the stoppage and, and really back ourselves to make it that contested game, which we wanted to pride ourselves on being down, I guess, for the most of the season in, in that contestable area.
0: Well, you've got the, the perimeter of the, the square makes the centre bounce hard to dictate, but how do you think that went for you in the, in the stoppage clearances? Well, I think, was, I think it was pretty good.
2: I don't think... Um look well, they're pretty effective from their centre bounces and kicking goals and yep. um, I think we, we nullified that, um, especially with the pace and, and power they have coming out of that centre bounce. Um, I think the main thing was that um if if they're gonna get a clearance it's a it's a rush kick and you don't want any, any walkouts where this day and age having six V six down back it's um pretty hard for the defenders to stop if it's coming lace out.
0: And Luke McKenna just- and Sud. Saad- I mean, they are such a, a potent springboard out of the back line. What was on, on the Sydney board to stop them? Because it looked like you did a really good job stopping their offensive run out. Yeah, I think it's just understanding who's their, whose um,
2: hands you want the ball in. And uh, for us, you wanted to keep it out of those those two boys' hands. And um, we know how dangerous Star is with his pace and um, run off that half-back line. And, and that's the thing for the young boys to... Um, that's probably where our majority of our young boys are is that forward line group and to, for them to be able to go in have a really clear mindset on, on what we're going to do and shut those two key players down and um, not let them have as big an influence on the game is um, really incredible for them going forward. Okay,
3: Luke, the SCG has been an awful place for an opposition club to go and play which is exactly what you want. It's not that anymore. You were 1-7 before last night now 2-7. and seven. Yep. As an interstate club you can't cop that record. Uh, have you thought about why that could be, why it's no longer a difficult place to go and play?
2: Oh, look, I think it's... For us, it's, it's hard to pinpoint what the mindset is or if there's anything that's changed. But I think um, for us, we're, we've identified it and we want to be um, that club where you know what you're going to get when it's, you come to the SCG. It's going to be a hard, hard slog. But I think teams over the years have really set themselves the challenge of... Of coming up to Sydney knowing that it's going to be a hard day and really I don't know, sometimes you find that game where you find a little bit of um, fire or a little bit of another 10% just to uh, really get it done and I think teams do that probably similar to Geelong and Geelong and West Coast over there, you really um, just set your mind to to getting it done, the crowd's against you, everyone's against you and it's just the 22 out there so that's probably the mindset for the teams coming to Sydney, but um, we're, we're well aware of, of what we need to change and make sure that we get on the front foot.
3: What about holistically now? You, you're off the bottom. You're 15th on the ladder. That may be different by the, the end of the round, but how much damage can you do for the rest of the year and, and where exactly are you at as a footy club?
2: Oh We've just got to keep ticking off each week. We um, take some confidence from the weekend. Uh, we played some really good football, some um, football which was more... Sydney style, and, and for the young boys to really jump on board and get that feeling, what it feels like um, playing that brand of footy is really good for us going forward. So um, we've got four games until the break, and we're really probably putting our mindset to, to ticking those four games off, and um, then you just you, you worry about, I guess, um, the next game. That's about it.
0: Terrific, Luke. Thanks for your time, and well done last night.
2: Too easy, boys. Thank you.
0: The Swans by five points over the Bombers. The conversation does not end there. Gil McLaughlin is about to join us. Uh, Let's check in with Unibet. Get footy fill-ups every week at unibet.com.au. Russell Barwick. Russ, welcome.
1: Thanks, Jared. and uh, afternoon or morning, everyone. And uh, speaking of those footy fill-ups, the Western Bulldogs is where we have our footy fill-ups in the AFL this week. $2 about the doggies. They're $1.65 normally, but we'll bet you $2 as part of the fill-ups. Brisbane Lions 223, getting five and a half start. A uh, bit of interest in this game, but not much interest in the Carlton Collingwood one as you'd expect. Collingwood a dollar twelve, six forty the Blues, thirty seven and a half the margin. Otherwise, Port Adelaide and Crows probably the most interesting game of the afternoon or evening. Uh, Two twenty five the Power and the Crows a dollar sixty five. I've got to say. Uh, we have got a new product at UniBet. It's the UniBoost. The racing allows up to three odds boosts a day on any race, anywhere, including the Doomben 10,000 later today. Nature Strip, the 235 favourite over Osborne Bulls 280. So go to the website, gamble responsibly, and enjoy whatever you're doing on this sunny Saturday afternoon.
0: Good on you, Russ. Not in Ballarat. Get legendary tips on at odds. With Junior, Fletch and Hammer, watch the latest episode at unibet.com.au. Gil McLaughlin, the league chief executive, is about to join us. This is crunch time. Know what the H you're getting. Search Ask Honda and try the new hot grilled paninis at Subway.